This is Witch Witch Podcast, and we have a full cast of idiots today. I'm Nettle. I'm Lyra. I'm Sage. And I'm Galena. Welcome to the darkness. <laughs> uh, so today we wanted to talk with you about what brought us to witchcraft and sort of what it means to us in our personal lives. Um, Galena, would you like to start us off on that? Sure. I will start us off. Um... I came to witchcraft probably about 15 years ago when I was a teenager, which does put me in my 30s. <laughs> um, initially, I came to it because I was searching for something that would give me a connection, like a, a real concrete religious connection, because I'd been raised Christian, and I tried really, really hard to form that connection through the religion I was raised in, and it just wasn't there for me. Um, I even went in so far as being baptized, and I still didn't feel anything. Um, what really drove home the point that witchcraft was the correct path for me is when I did my first ritual and my first spell work, and I felt that religious connection I felt it's really hard to explain but I felt just this all-encompassing knowledge that this is what I was supposed to be doing was it possibly like maybe like a rushing feeling it was it was it was like a rush and like um, I think my heart beat faster and it and it sounds weird, but it, sound, it just felt like there was like a pressure or an energy pressing around my head and my ears. And it was one of those things that I just knew that that's exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Which the Christian upbringing actually was part of the reason why it took me so long to actually walk the path consistently. Because I, there was a lot of... A lot of, I don't want to say program, but programmed <laughs> uh, feelings towards witchcraft, towards anything that was non-Christian. And I really struggled with it for a long time to figure out if this is something that I really wanted to do. Um, and it took me a really long time to finally decide that this is what I, I am and this is who I want to be. Um, I actually, for the most part, am still in the broom closet. Uh, not a lot of people know about that part. I like broom closet. It's cute. I know, isn't it? It's the, the first time reason. I heard it, I was like, oh, that is, that is exactly what it is. <laughs> You're just hiding in the broom closet. Um, but uh, not, uh, not a lot of people know, and it's... I keep it that way just because I, the area I do live in is very, very heavily Christian and it's, despite the United States having freedom of religion, you don't have freedom from judgment. Yeah. We live in a very Trump heavy area. That's true. Yeah. It's a red state. <laughs> oh God. I know. But, uh, I would like to pick up from there if you're 
if you're done. I think I'm mostly done for that. Okay. I mean, of course, feel free to <laughs> jump in. Uh, but I'm going to pick up from there because I got my um, introduction to the practice from her um, when she was a teenager and I was a child. Um, that's when she really started getting into it. You know, she bought books um, and I expressed some interest and we did a, a ritual together. And um, I'm so sorry, this, I'm actually interrupting myself. I actually just like remembered when uh, we were talking about it and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I wanna be Wiccan with you. You were like, well, there's this great, there's this great site called MySpace that you don't have to tell mom about and you can put that stuff on there. So it's not, it's not as secretive. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. But it's fantastic because you could actually reach out and talk to other witches, yeah. and it it was a really great thing. And that's honestly before my um, MySpace got as big as it did, because mm -hmm. like when I got a MySpace, nobody I knew had a MySpace. Right. And back then, like there weren't, there were some witch resources. There weren't a lot. I think Witchbox was still pretty new. <laughs> At that point, is Witchbox still going? I don't know. I haven't checked it in years. We should years. check sometime. Um, but back to what I was saying. Um, so we did a ritual together, and um, we uh we sat in as close to a circle as you can get with two people. Uh, she had set the corners with candles, and um, it was just sort of a meditative ritual. Um, and I just I remember feeling the energy in the room and a pulsating and um I'm not sure if it's that I was very young and I'm exaggerating but I can remember feeling my hair moving with the pulsing of the energy which was and it, it was the that you know the phrase that come to Jesus moment that was my I don't know come to witchcraft come moment. to witchcraft moment <laughs> um and uh it, it just changed everything for me because I just like uh, Galena, I'd never had that connection to Christianity. Um, I'd never felt like a deep power in the church or anything like that. I even remember my baptism uh, walking back. I was like, yeah, that was dumb. Like, <laughs> like walking down the aisle back to my seat for the rest of the, the church day. I don't know. Um, it just didn't feel like anything. Not to really interrupt, but you're... When you go to be baptized, you know, basically you have this idea that your entire life's going to change. You're going to have that moment where, like, you're going to come up from being like baptized. Come to Jesus yeah, yeah, and you're going you're gonna to feel this intense connection, and it just wasn't there. You know what? It's funny you say that, because I didn't go in expecting any of that. I actually got baptized because a childhood friend of mine that lived across the street, we were probably frenemies thinking we back were on definitely it definitely frenemies um she had gotten baptized like two weeks before and she wouldn't shut the fuck up about it and i was like well i'm gonna show her so i got baptized like there That's was no hilarious <laughs> there was no religious are we talking importance. about tl yes yes okay. yes um and um for me there's also an added importance to the practice because uh glenna and i share a familial um, connection to to witchcraft and we've literally talked about her um, in every episode except our Friday the 13th episode um, our great grandmother our paternal great grandmother um, was a mountain witch um, 
and I, once again, I've said this before, but I really do mourn the loss of uh, what knowledge we could have had through her because it was buried by the intense Christianity in our family. Um, and uh, I'm not sure about how her husband um, felt about her practice, but even if our grandfather was raised in a household where um, there were rituals and there was witchcraft practiced, um, his marriage to our paternal grandmother would have just shut all that shit down right away. She, yeah, she didn't stand for any of that. Um, but knowing that we have that in her, um, has really made it, it, it just sort of clicked. It was like, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, um, we didn't know about her and her practice until we were adults. Um, so it was, it was just reaffirming. It was just like, yeah, that really, <laughs> that really makes sense. Um, and it, you know, honestly, it, it almost gives you um, a little taste of fate. You know what I mean? Mm. In it. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was wonderful. And I'm, I'm just really glad that we have that in our background because of the spe especially how important uh, witchcraft has become in my life. Um, and uh, talking about being in the broom closet, I actually hope to one day not be in the broom closet um i <laughs> nettle would you please stop this cat from making noise <laughs> thank you i just couldn't reach her um because i i want to raise um my children in a home where i am not afraid to practice what i believe and to be um who i who i feel i am All right, sorry about that, folks. Uh, we lost some of our recording due to some sound troubles we were having. Uh, but I'm going to just go ahead and finish up my little segment on uh, why witchcraft is important to me and what it means to me by saying that it is just a very big part of who I am and how I identify now. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm so glad I found my way into this. So, Sage, uh, do you want to talk about your... Witchcraft experiences, or not experiences. Um, well, like, before we go into that, uh, just to uh, basically back your your thought on how it's a big part of your life. Um, <clears throat> have, we, have we talked about um, the middle school thing yet? I don't think so. Okay. Um, well, first... Uh, uh, my my kids um, look up to you in a lot of ways, and um, they absolutely adore you. For one thing, um, I adore them. But uh, they, when they, when obviously when they look at you, they they do see that um, you've got like a witchy kind of vibe to you, because without telling them uh, anything about like witchcraft or anything like that um we were going to your house and they were like oh um I want to get these so I can make a potion with Lyra <laughs> and um I was like <clears throat> yeah that's a good idea let's go ahead and collect some some nature stuff and then we'll we'll take it over to Lyra's house and uh and make a potion with her and they had a blast that makes me so proud and it was the cutest day 
because they we just put some food coloring and like sticks and rocks and stuff in uh, in jars uh, in water with a little bit of sparkle. And they it. found they found like little charms. Yeah, they like, found like individual charms, charms out like just in the wild, like the wild, like we're not living in the city. Um, but yeah, they just they found cute little charms like on their way over. Oh, that's adorable. Oh yeah, it was super cute, and they they whispered like wishes into the jars. That was their. Yeah, that was their their uh, their magic. Yeah, their magic. Aww. It was super cute, I, and I, I I was so proud to be a part of that. It was great. Um, also, I feel like you like apply witchcraft to everyday situations all the time, and um, I don't know. I can definitely see where where you think it's a big part of your life, and I completely agree with you. I I think that you have taken it into uh, like. I feel like you, you've gotten to the stage that you wanted to be in with this, really. Hey, I'm so glad, because I feel like I do nothing. <laughs> I feel like I do absolutely nothing, and you make me feel like such a good witch. <laughs> well, I mean, anytime I have any kind of questions or anything like that about anything like this, I, I usually go to you about it. Oh, yay. <laughs> you or Glenna. Glenna. Um... <clears throat> So anyway, to uh, to talk about what actually uh, got me into witchcraft, um, when uh, like growing up, I was I had Christianity like heavily like pushed down my throat, and um, after coming out of the um, not the broom closet but the regular closet, <laughs> the, the gay closet, the gay, the gay closet. closet, the rainbow closet, the rainbow yes, closet, the rainbow closet. Um, I felt a little bit disconnected from Christianity altogether, um, and then I moved in with my roommate, uh, who is also who also practices witchcraft. Which, by the way, I'm completely surrounded by it. Um, my best friend, her sister. Um, nettle, nettle, um, and my girlfriend now actually, uh, we they all study witchcraft, so, you know, can't beat them, join them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I kind of felt um like I needed a new path to go on, and um. One of my uh, roommate's candles got destroyed by an ex-girlfriend of mine, and um, I offered to replace it, and um, she said it's it's not like one of those it's it's like a it's a it's a blessed candle, and uh, it would have like it it had special meaning to it, and um, so I actually looked into blessing candles, and that just kind of led into uh, having a more. like a heavy significant yeah it just it became more significant to me in terms of witchcraft becoming more a part of my life than when we were just doing when me and you were just doing spells like as like a fun play thing yeah um <clears throat> although to you it, it I don't think it ever really <laughs> was a a fun play thing and I think I think that's um how a lot of people get into witchcraft it's it's one or two little things that they're looking into that leads them into it so 
is there is there anything else about uh witchcraft <laughs> that you want to talk about well i am i'm more of a collectic witch mm-hmm. um so uh a lot of my practice a lot of my practice is based off of just uh how i feel to- towards things like um a lot of it's heavily based around like incense and candles and stuff like that um along with um What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. Meditation. Meditation. Um, With the big fake sleep. With the big fake sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Which I actually do quite often. Um, And uh, that's really all I got to say about that. (laughs) That's right. And uh, as I said to uh, Galena earlier, you can always feel free to jump in later with anything. I felt like that sounded really Forrest Gumpy. Oh, no. <laughs> That's no, all fine. I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound anywhere near that bad, if that helps. Okay. All right. And, Nettle, would you like to talk about your induction to the craft? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have, with witchcraft, I don't have a very rich history. I've always been drawn to the occult. I've, very, I've always been very interested in it, but it really wasn't until um, I, I became an adult that I really started looking into witchcraft. And, I mean, that was mostly because I'd, I'd meet people who identified as witches or who had previously identified as witches um the the first the first ritual i ever did was a binding with with lyra here actually um to sort of sorry draw the attention away from me from a creepy guy who came and hung out on a bus stop while i was waiting for the bus um what else um and I honestly, if you don't mind me interrupting briefly, mm-hmm. I'm honestly so happy that I was able to be a part of the first thing you did. I, it just makes me really proud. I'm so glad I got to be there for that. It was really nice to not not have the first thing I do be alone. So yeah. that was really nice. Um, sorry, I'm trying to think. <laughs> it's a very special moment, that first time you do it. And it's very yeah. nice that you had somebody to share it with. Because that... That, that would just be so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so funny. We're, we're talking about this, and I'm sure, like, if listeners at home are imagining it at all, it's probably a very nice, very atmospheric experience. We did a binding ritual under the stairs of my apartment building because I didn't want to set a piece of paper on fire in the apartment. <laughs> so that's, It's very not... <laughs> it's not, like, a super um, aesthetically pleasing <laughs> spell or anything, it, yeah. but it was... It, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed doing it, and it, it felt very powerful in the moment. It did, and it felt very good, and I know for, for months afterwards, I, I felt good, and I didn't feel like like men specifically were, were, were bothering me, or trying to hit on me or anything, which was really nice, because that's what I wanted. Yeah. I mean, we can always do another binding spell, just keep them away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I need to at some point, I gotta figure out what to do first. Um, that's that's kind of it. I really don't. Sorry, I, I, I all I'm thinking about now are ghost stories, and that's not. <laughs> that's to do with later. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and once again, that's as I've I've said. Uh, we can always come back if there's something you remember later. And I mean, honestly, even if we're in the middle of another segment, because I feel like this should really uh, revolve around what we our connection to witchcraft for, just for this episode so if if we're talking about something and you're like yeah and this is how that affects this thing like i think that's fine um 
but I guess that's that's all for this part uh, of our podcast. We're going to move on to what are we talking about? Misconceptions. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna misconceptions about witchcraft. We're gonna talk about misconceptions and um, pop culture, I believe. So we're going to pick up where we left off and talk about um, misconceptions about witchcraft. Uh, Galena, would you like to start? Okay. Um, a lot of the misconceptions around witchcraft revolve around its association to evil. And that is just not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, as with anything, there's good and there's bad. Um... But the main focus that all witchcraft is innately evil is just an absolute myth. I've never gone into any of my practice with the intention to harm or hurt anyone. Absolutely. Or even inconvenience anyone. I've never, <laughs> I've never cursed anybody. I've never, you know, other than like in traffic, I've like said curse words but I've never <laughs> cursed somebody or anything like that um so it's it's a very wide widely held misconception about witchcraft um maybe possibly we could go into uh the idea that it's not all about devil worship absolutely because um most witchcraft doesn't have anything to do with devil worship um the idea that witches belong to or worship Satan is a, a very Christian one. Um, don't get me wrong. Congress with the devil. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely um, imagery because there's a lot of gods, especially like harvest and fertility gods, that look like the Christian idea of the devil. Um, but it's there, there's just very little that even revolves around um, satanic worship. It, just because it is a Christian idea and most witchcraft has very little to do with Christian yeah, Christianity. Don't get me wrong, there are definitely Christian witches, um, and there's uh, people who do worship the devil and, and things like that, but it's... That's more under the lines of paganism and like actual satanic worship. It's yeah. not actually witchcraft. Yeah, and, and the satanic worship that's out there is not nearly as dark as the church leads you to believe. And I, I realize at They're this moment... quite pleasant. Usually, yeah. Um, but I realize at this moment that it kind of sounds like we're just shitting all over Christianity. Um, and it's mostly just because we we have had um, pretty negative experiences with uh, Christianity. It's a very valid religion, and we wouldn't want to... Um, Offend anybody. Yeah. Especially if somebody is coming from a Christian background and wants to keep that and pick up witchcraft with their Christianity, which is possible. I've actually oh, yeah. met several Christian witches... And they're usually great people, you mm -hmm. know? Um, Very open-minded. Absolutely. And so it, it's, we don't, we don't hate Christianity or Christians. We've just had some negative experiences. And that's sort of what we're talking about this episode is our experiences. Um, and it's just, you know, it, just because we've had bad experiences doesn't mean everybody has. Uh, I got us way off track. Sorry. <laughs> um maybe some people could ask about like other misconceptions like on Twitter or Instagram or anything oh, yeah, like absolutely. that. absolutely. If you want us to go into depth about any um, misconceptions or any um, 
any specific part of things we go over that we didn't quite go into depth enough uh, for you, uh, let us know. Um, you can get us at uh, on Twitter at WitchWitchPod. Um, and we have an Instagram at WitchWitchPodcast. And our Tumblr is also called WitchWitchPodcast. Or if you just prefer email, we are also which 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 podcast at gmail.com that's true yes we're just which which everywhere <laughs> which is kind of funny because you don't know which which is talking <laughs> um another <gasps> negative connotation <laughs> that you see most commonly is you know like the halloween witch with the green warty skin and the the oversized nose and they really focus on like the crone aspect of a witch, which you know, there, there are a lot of elderly witches out there. Absolutely, none of them fit that, that stereotypical view of a witch. No, and it's, it's heavily rooted in anti-Semitism. It is. It's very rooted in anti-Semitism, and it's just very rooted in really playing up the evil factor of what witches are because witches would have been a lot of the wise women in their villages and a lot of people would go to them instead of seeking out like medical doctors and they they really wanted to discredit them so this has been propaganda you know for hundreds and hundreds of years to you know to single out you know really the, the person who is professing to be a witch and I, I do have to say, um, a lot of the um, persecution against witches that we see does come from like an Anglo background from uh, England and Scotland and Ireland and places like that. Because uh, when a different societies would come through, especially like Roman societies where it was very pa- patriarchal. Is that a word? Patriarchal. <laughs> patriarchal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was Patriarch. worried I said it wrong. Um uh, when they came through, there were these women that were prominent in their societies um, that held places of power. And it, they were usually, um, even if it wasn't directly witchcraft, even if it was just, you know, knowing the area and knowing plants and knowing how to help people, um, they tried to tear down the power that they'd built up in their community. So a lot of um, the negative connotations you see about witchcraft is specifically against women and it's specifically to uh discredit um women in power and to this day the men will still and i i'm sorry to single out men it's just usually when someone's being terrible to women it's usually men not always but usually um to this day though men will refer to women as witches in a negative light because that's just how our our culture treats it um and it's it, there there is um just a certain touch of femininity to the word witch or to witchcraft and it's just because of the way our culture has built it up um on that anybody can be a witch anybody can and will be a witch uh, just the fact that male witches have to say i am a male witch yeah it it really shows just the the absolute disdain that society has put on femininity. Yeah, Femin- femininity. Okay. I think that's and 
slanting that any man who would be involved in witchcraft is somehow more feminine. Yeah. And it's... Which in itself is not a bad thing. But once again, that's that's how our culture is built. No, but it's, it's built up to discourage men from practicing witchcraft. Absolutely. Which is so unfair because there are a lot of really great witches out there who happen to be male. Definitely. Um, and there's... Gender has absolutely no bearing on your ability to be a witch or practice witchcraft. Um view male, female, non-binary somewhere between it doesn't matter um, and that's I guess that could just be another <laughs> misconception about witchcraft um, <laughs> the gender roles of witchcraft yeah. Yeah. it doesn't ascribe to really any gender role <laughs> and uh, what are some other big uh, misconceptions about witches or witchcraft that we can go into before we roll right into um, pop culture. <laughs> well, I think a lot of this actually is very heavily connected to pop culture because even if you look at the media that's coming out now, it's, you know, there's there's still a lot of, a lot of things like movies mm-hmm. that center around witchcraft usually will have at least one evil character who is the witch. Yeah, absolutely. And a movie that's near and dear to my heart, uh, Hocus Pocus, <laughs> centers around three evil witches who want to steal the life force of children. And honestly, if you take the whole t- stealing the life force of children out of it, they're just three sisters <laughs> being witches. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I also really love that movie, but it does paint witches in a negative light. Everything just about. Winifred is like the uh, a lover of Satan. And yeah. Like, and she's been to hell and all kinds of just, it just it's crazy. It's still cute though. I love that movie. Oh my gosh. I don't even care. Like it's I said, wonderful. It's very I near love near it. To my <laughs> I love that movie. I watched at least four or five times a year. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, actually, the first uh, positive. Uh, depiction of witches I saw in media I think was Practical Magic that movie is fantastic and that is really a positive one have, have you seen it? Is it does it have Sandra Bullock? In yes. It? yes I love that Sandra movie Sandra Bullock and Nicole oh Kidman my god. Uh, oh my god I love Nicole Kidman I know that movie is just so adorable and so cute and it shows a lot of some real risks to practicing different aspects of witch, witchcraft and it's, absolutely it's just a really good it's a really good movie and practical really, practical, practical magic, magic. Yes. just so and just in case you, nobody's seen nobody has seen it it's a good ass movie is it on is it on Netflix I it was it, on Netflix I don't know if it still is or not I know but, for a fact that it at least was on Netflix yeah because okay. I watched it at least once or twice while it was on <laughs> Netflix so check your Netflix accounts for practical magic at it's least great. i know in the u.s um oh yeah that's true because Netflix it's different listings. so if you live somewhere in like places. in a different region it may not be listed in yours so i apologize but it it is a fantastic movie you should check it out uh let's see uh do you want to talk about terry pratchett nettle i sure do <laughs> She's going to rip him a new one. I'm really not, mostly because he's dead. Uh, 
We do. We love Terry Pratchett. We do. He has he has some really great books out there. Um, he has two series um, about witches. Um, one is specifically about Granny Weatherwax and um, her cohorts, and the other has a focus on a much younger witch, Tiffany Aching. Um, I really do enjoy his books, and I do enjoy aspects of his witch books. I feel like he really captures some really great, um, great ideas that I like to personally work into my craft. I love the, the you're a witch, you've got to get out and go do it yourself, because you know you 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 absolutely you know um, do spells and charms and do everything else. Just make sure you're also you know doing doing other things. If you're hoping to get a job, apply for a job. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, and, like, the characters are very funny, and the characters are very, very interesting, especially since, um, with one exception, all of the witches in the series are women. Um, but on the other hand, he's also, you can't choose to be a witch. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, you either are or you aren't. And, like, he goes back from that a little bit, because Tiffany, Tiffany herself, and it's brought up a few times um, in her books, she isn't, which I was confused about, in the first book, it very much seems like she's going to be a witch, and then later you find out she isn't, but she sort of made herself a witch, which is which is fine. That's That goes along with what I believe, you can make yourself a witch. Um, but there is a lot in the series before, before hers, the one just about the older witches, um, with, with younger women wanting to become witches and basically being told they can't, they're not witches, and there's a lot placed on, I don't think you need anything specific for your craft, I think you can build up what you want to include in your craft, what you don't want to include in your craft. There is, over the series, a lot of sort of making fun of people who aren't witches for wanting to have occult jewelry and stuff just to look like witches. Yeah, I don't, I never got that. And then like later in the Tiffany Aching theories, it comes up that a lot of the older witches use things that people would perceive as witch things because um, it gets them to trust them and gets them to recognize they're a witch easier than just, just being a witch. So it makes very little sense to me. Um, trying to think if there's any like the last book in particular I have some really specific issues with which honestly I don't really want to get into it it was Terry Pratchett's last book he was he, he he was not doing very well when he wrote it and I feel like for his very last book and for the time frame it was written it, it came out well it just it left some loose ends um because I know my Oh no, there's one other issue and it, it it gets resolved later in the series. Uh one of one of the characters moves up in in station from a marriage and it goes the series goes back and forth on whether or not she's still a witch because technically she's also got this other responsibility. Um and I hate I hate that that's even a debate that she's no longer a witch. Um cuz she does she does she does a lot of 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 witchy things throughout the series even after um the change. But uh, that's pretty much all I've got, unless you guys have anything else. I know not specifically. Yeah, I don't have anything specific to, like, well, Terry Pratchett, but do you yeah. have... I would say that it would still <clears throat> stand, uh, even in, like, um, like now, um, that, uh, I don't know, I feel like that not everybody can be a witch. Um, 
like specifically my mom she um like we but we both were brought up like completely surrounded by Christianity and um she chooses to stay the path of Christianity and I've kind of gone off on my own thing um I'm just saying like usually um you you know you're pre destined determined I like destined better. yeah predestined <laughs> you're predestined to to live the life that was kind of picked for you it, you know there's there's a lot of um com- conflicting ideas about like fate and the path set before you and stuff like that but um I think following what you're saying I I can sort of see what you mean I do truly believe that anybody if they have um the the desire and the will that they can become a witch um but I think it you do have to have a certain amount of openness and I mean nothing negative about your mother I adore her she's not the most open of people though do you know what I mean she's a lot more open than my grandmother (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) that's definitely definitely true um but like there's uh, there's um a certain amount that you have to I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to say this um you just you have to be able to you have to see. break down the barriers of what you were raised in to be able to see, accept, and be tolerant of other religions, other yeah. other points of view, which not all religions, but some some religions do really hammer that in and focus in that this way is the only way. Yeah, and that other religions are wrong. And, like, some, especially, um, just because we, we have been talking about Christianity, there's a, a bunch of, uh, little parts of Christianity out there that definitely view other religions and even other forms of Christianity as not just wrong, but deliberately evil. hmm So... We know because um, our paternal grandmother, the one that would have squashed any sort of witchcraft in the family, um, came from that sort of background. That's what, it's um, a Baptist church. And not to say all Baptists are like that, but it, hers was. And I can follow what you're, you're saying, Sage. And I, I, I agree that if, if somebody isn't... It, it, going along with what everybody else has been saying like there's there's a lot of stuff you got to do to be able to become a witch especially if 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 you aren't really in a position where it's it's gonna just happen or you're gonna experience it and go into it i just hate the idea that somebody who genuinely wants to be a witch just cannot sorry no if you want to be a witch you can be a witch that's that's another whole problem that it's part of why i'm eclectic yeah is that even within the witchcraft community there is a lot of yes yeah that's exactly what i was going through there's yeah. still a lot of gatekeeping and a lot of people think if you didn't study under this person if you didn't study this tradition you aren't really a witch you aren't really a wiccan you aren't really this and it's 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 quite angering that something that is the n- the wide path yeah or the many the many path you know it's especially sort of um enraging right now because we're we talked about this earlier how um we're sort of having a revival of witchcraft um Mm -hmm. especially uh, most of our knowledge comes from the united states for obvious reasons that's where we live 
Um, but in in the United States and in online communities, there's definitely a resurgence of witchcraft. There's um, there's people discovering that this is what they they want to do, and finding a community. Um, and I think that's fantastic. And we, we talked about how that happened in like the 60s and the 70s as well. And it was kind of a fad then. It sort of mm-hmm. died off a little bit. Um, but even if it's a fad now, as long as it introduces at least a handful of people to a lifestyle they want to live and to uh, a spirituality that they want to follow and apply to their lives, I think that's wonderful. And I think, that's, I think that rings true with anything that you have faith in. Absolutely, yeah not just witchcraft yeah no that's true uh, I, we mentioned before that we don't want to like isolate anybody or um seem like we're shitting on any particular religion any religion's welcome and anybody who's just interested even if you're not a practicing witch um even if you're just interested in witchcraft or the occult or paranormal you can definitely listen with us and or listen to us and, uh, and learn with us. speak with us yeah learn with us and uh, we definitely want to talk to people who uh, are interested even if you're not even if you're not a believer even if you're a skeptic definitely if you want to talk to us contact us on one of our social medias and uh, we can have a very open discussion about it or you can suggest uh, fields of study for us to cover in the podcast as well well we're still learning ourselves absolutely yeah um, and I feel like a lot of this podcast was created to uh, maybe learn more and uh, start new discussions and absolutely like we definitely want to talk to people who know more than us who want who have suggestions to open up different fields of study different things that we hadn't considered before or uh, correct us in misconceptions we have ourselves because we we're we're not flawless like (laughs) there's lots we don't know and we are definitely all still learning I can confirm that I know jack shit like it's just nothing Uh, it doesn't matter where you are on your journey or on your path to becoming who you want to be you can reach out to us if you're a beginner if you're a novice if you're you know expert i guess expert yeah i don't with a with a field like ranking that's true but with something like witchcraft i don't know that you can ever consider somebody an expert because i feel like there's always something more to learn there's always a next Mm -hmm. level so I don't know if expert can really be applied to anybody. But over the next few weeks, we are going to be posting a lot, mostly to our Tumblr, because it does allow for a larger spectrum of posts. Absolutely, yeah. We're going to be posting things like um, maybe some spells or different things that we do. References. Uh, yeah, different references. I've actually, and this is Galena speaking, I've actually ordered several books that are beginner-level books that I'm going to review because there are, there are a lot of books that people have suggested over the years. Some I've already read, some I haven't, but I'm going to go through and review them and see if there's anything that I find of value in them. Um, just because it has been so long since I've read them so that I can, you know, honestly suggest or, or really say that they're a good resource. And one of the instas we follow, uh, through our, which, which podcast, uh, Instagram, has a witchy book club I don't remember the name of the Instagram right off the top of my head but uh, we were discussing maybe trying to follow along with them to some capacity uh, we'll I keep you like updated that on that idea. yeah 
I'll, we'll reach out to them and see if they if they're okay with us promoting. That. Yeah, definitely. We don't um, want to do anything like that without express permission. I also want to give a shout out to one of our followers who actually contacted us through Instagram. Uh, her name is Kendall. Oh my gosh, she's great. We had a great uh, Galena and I had a great discussion with her on Instagram, and she's so sweet and she's one of the cutest people I've ever seen. Uh, and I, we don't want to give like her full Instagram name because we don't, without permission, we don't want to expose, <laughs> expose her to anybody. Um, but we did, we had a really great discussion and I'm just so thankful that she reached out to us and I will be getting back to you soon with a list of recommendations. Like I said, I'm going through and I'm kind of revetting them because it has been several years since I've read some of the resources. Yeah. Uh, and I think, honestly, we should wrap up this um, segment with, let's talk about our favorite uh, pop culture witches. Everybody pick one. I know who mine is. I can't seem to remember her name. I don't remember if it's Madame Malkin from Sword in the Stone. Is it Madame Malkin? I thought you nodded. Um, <laughs> sorry, I think thinking. her name is Madame Malkin. She's absolutely bonkers, and she turns into a giant. Well, not giant, just sort of a chubby Jack purple dragon. dragon. Yeah. yeah. I, I love can't her. I remember her name, but she was absolutely fantastic. Madam Mim. Madam oh. Mim. Oh frick! Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes, she's my favorite. I I love her, and I want to one day be a bog witch just like her. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably one of my favorite witches in popular media is probably Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> That's a good choice. I absolutely loved Willow. Good, bad, indifferent. She went through a range of emotions and a range of where she lie on the, the goodness spectrum. She had a lot of life experiences on that she show. She did. So. She went through a lot. Yeah. But she is one of my favorite witches in media. That's a good one. <laughs> Sarah Sanderson. Yeah, that's, oh my that's gosh. good. Yes. She was my absolute favorite in the movie. She's adorable. I aspire to be her. <laughs> no. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm aware. My, uh, my mind's going blank. I do, as much as I dislike some of the stuff Terry Pratchett does, I do really enjoy <laughs> Tiffany Aching. She's, she's a very wonderful, caring, and you get to, throughout the series, you get to see her grow up. Oh, that's always good. And I think that's similar to the experience you had with Willow, is you get to grow with her. Mm, you get to grow with her. Yeah. I think another favorite witch of mine, and I think honestly what turned the key in my mind that maybe that's something, because it's, it's not a very realistic view of witchcraft at all, but Samantha from Book Bewitched. <laughs> yeah. No, I really liked Samantha, because she was... I don't know, she was just a normal person who was also a witch, and I think that was a really... Mm really interesting uh look at it because you know you never before that i can't think of anything before that that really was very positive about witches it's true yeah so all right i guess that's it for this segment i think next we're going to talk about your ghost story yeah are you excited i'm actually extremely excited oh, i so love fun. telling this story <laughs> Okay, I, I love telling this story. Um, it's actually one of the... I feel like it is the only ghost actual encounter I've ever had. Like, I feel like 
it was so surreal and like that that like I'm I'm very confident that that is what happened. Um and um well anyway, to, uh, just to go ahead and start uh after my uh mother and father got a divorce, uh my dad was staying with my grandmother in uh her mother's house. Um and after her mother had died, uh, she left it to my grandmother, and after my grandmother died, she left it to my father. Um, but that house has been around for years. Um, I couldn't even give you a good answer on when it was actually built. But uh, there is a... Um... Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I'm so bad at words today. No, uh, it's okay. What? Something about recording a podcast makes words super hard. It really does. Um, <laughs> where dead people are buried. Cemetery. Oh yeah, there's a cemetery like right up the road. Yeah, there's a cemetery right up the road. And actually, um, that was like the house that kind of like overlooked the cemetery and just kind of took care of like like they mowed the grass like where the they... caretaker lived yeah yeah and um like we even have an old tombstone as a uh, water catcher for one of our drain pipes yeah i remember because when i saw that i got real upset about it yeah well i mean it nobody it never belonged to anybody it was like an old one that nobody was ever going to use yeah i think you told me like that they moved the grave or something like that so it wasn't I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. They just, they had that extra laying around. They had an extra grit. How? <laughs> I'm sorry. They you made obviously one... don't know. Well, no, they oh, made one. Yeah, they made one. And then um, they just didn't, they didn't use that one because they, they made a completely different one. Okay. So they just had an extra one just kind of laying around. Okay. Um. But anyway, it's still kind of creepy to look at. Yeah. And, um. Before this once, and they used the basement for a lot of, a lot of that stuff too, oh, which makes the house even creepier. I and did I didn't not even, know that. I didn't know about that until recently. Oh. Um, but when my dad was staying with my grandma after my parents had gotten a divorce, I would stay with my dad a lot, and um, he. Uh, before this one specific incident, I would hear footsteps through the hallway and I'd always just assumed that it was my grandma or my father or something going to the bathroom because the bathroom was right across from my room and you know just logically I just thought okay somebody's going to the bathroom whatever yeah uh but this one particular time um I wanted to talk to my dad about something I can't remember what it was exactly but I heard someone coming down the hallway and I was like oh, okay I better catch my dad while he's going to the bathroom because I had stayed up this one night for like all night <laughs> I, I don't even know how late it was. But as soon as I opened the door, I was expecting to see someone coming my direction. But there was no one. Oh, I hate that. And, like, the footsteps had stopped. Like, it... Just to explain the footsteps, it sounded like somebody with boots on coming down the, coming down the hallway. I checked the bathroom. My grandma wasn't in the bathroom. Nobody... Nobody was in the kitchen nobody was in the living room it was com like everybody was asleep it was nuts um and i mean that's 
that's really the end of the story, but I was, it was, it was very unsettling. If I was not sleeping in the same room as my brother, I probably would have been sleeping in the same room with my father. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's, just disembodied footsteps are so terrifying, and that's something we've definitely, like, uh, Galena and I have definitely experienced a lot in this house, um, (laughs) that we're currently recording in. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's the worst. I hate it. Um, but yeah, like I said, even before that, I had heard those footsteps before and it never occurred to me that it could have been like a spirit or anything like that. But now it's like, I know, I know now that that house is freaking haunted. (laughs) There's no way. There's no doubt in my mind. And you know, that's kind of my favorite sort of story of like a haunting when like you before knowing that it was something supernatural you just knew solidly because it was logical that it was something normal mm-hmm. and it just sort of like jumped at you that oh god no it's not <laughs> right like just all of a sudden shit got real yeah <laughs> ghosts were real that's it in the story and that's you know actually in, in uh, an earlier episode of the podcast i believe i said that i, I think a lot of people um, don't believe in ghosts until they have an experience. And that's, that's yeah. And that's the, the turning point. And especially cause you were a teenager when that happened, right? Oh yeah. When you have an experience as like a child, it's very easy later in life to write that off as, Oh, I was a kid. But when you're like a teenager or an adult and you have an experience like that, it's, you can't like, there's not, you can't be like, Oh yeah, no, I totally didn't hear disembodied footsteps that's just my childhood imagination like that's not how that works i know what i heard i know what happened it was not a dream it happened Mm -hmm. that's in the story it's spooky actually do you care if i bring up something else yeah go ahead um did you want to do a new segment oh no that's okay because it it's about something completely different no it's okay keep we're we're not too far into this Okay, well, um, how do you all feel about people that can see ghosts? See, I think that's actually really interesting. Um, Do you believe, like, would you, if somebody came up to you and was like, hey, I can see ghosts, would you believe them? Actually, um, I've already had that experience, and yes, I definitely did. It was, do you remember, uh, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't say his real name. Randall. Yeah. You well obviously you don't remember Randall, but <laughs> <laughs> Right. I have no idea who <laughs> idea who Randall is. Yeah. Um but uh when right after uh our father passed, um I was at school, uh at college for the short amount of time that I went. Uh and he approached me, like I had met him earlier in the day. We spoke for maybe two minutes. He knew another friend of ours. Um and then later in the student center, uh, I was sitting and he passed me once and like looked at me and we sort of waved and like did a friendly like, oh yeah, we met earlier kind of uh, thing. And then he went on and then he just came right back up the stairs and was like, I'm sorry, no, you're going to think I'm crazy, but there's a spirit following you. <laughs> and it was, he described um, so many things about my father without me ever Even mentioning. the smell of diesel. Yeah. And, and cigarette smoke. Um, he, he talked about him being a large man and stuff like that. And it it just, I didn't say anything. I hadn't told him that my father died. 
Um, so he didn't know that somebody close to me had died recently. Um, I didn't describe anything about him and he was just like, yeah, and he just wants to, I don't remember everything he said, but he, he wants to tell you that, you know, he, he loves all of you and, um, that he, there was something about him not wanting us to be too sad and he definitely wanted Galena to know that he was proud of her and things like that. And it was just, it was so shocking. I, I'm actually a, like, a little close to tears now talking about it. <laughs> Dude, I'm um, sitting here, like, <laughs> mouth open and everything. At the time, though, I was just so in shock by the sheer amount of knowledge he had without me saying anything about it. Um, Did you tell him after he said something about a spirit that your dad had died? No, I didn't say anything about it. I was just like, what? You know? Um, and he just went right into it. So I th- he... I, I would say he definitely sees spirits. Yeah, I remember yeah. him. Yeah. Um, and he he was a fairly good friend there for a, a handful of years. Yeah, for a few yeah. years. And he was, um, I had some other issues with him, but, but on that, on that, on that specific stance, he was very genuine. Yeah. He was very... There were, there were a lot of ways in which he as a person was not very genuine Mm -hmm. so it was when when he was talking about stuff like that it was completely different you could you could see how how earnest he was being you know Uh, because regardless of how he flattered himself he wasn't a very good actor Mm -hmm. um but no so yeah i i believe some people do and um i personally have never seen anything uh myself but i definitely i definitely have heard things and um i i've had experiences did we ever talk about did we talk about the white lady no we talked about the knock the knocking spirit yeah we talked about the knocking spirit we didn't talk about um, i'm not going to go into depth about the white lady we'll do that in a different episode but i i used i never saw her with my eyes open but when i was a kid if i had my head turned towards the doorway with my eyes shut i could see her approach the door that was upsetting. It <laughs> sounds very upsetting. And you know, another friend of ours um, actually saw her, like with her eyes. <laughs> I said that, that sounded crazy, but um, but one night she saw her. But well, like I said, I'll go into depth about her in a different episode. Um, but why is there was there a reason you brought up people that can see spirits? Um, I was told recently by someone that they see spirits. And I was, I was extremely skeptical, like to the point to where I think I hurt their feelings. Oh. And I don't know. I just feel like, although I do believe in spirits, I don't necessarily believe that somebody can actually see them. But I don't know that, that story kind of, yeah, it kind of makes me think about it because that is, I mean... I just miss your dad. I know, me too. Everybody does. Um, And you know, uh, Galena was actually approached by a psychic once at um, a local festival uh, who didn't ask for money, didn't tell her to sit down Mm -hmm. for a reading or anything. She was just like, hey, there is a spirit trying to contact you. I don't know who she is to you. She has dark hair. And I don't remember what all... At the time, I I used to smoke, and she told me that not just that she wanted one of my cigarettes, that she wanted one of my Marlboro Reds. Yeah. I had not smoked since I had been up there. 
Um, yeah, no, because I think you were even complaining because you didn't have cigarettes with you. Yeah, I didn't have any. I had it with me, but I didn't have my lighter. Oh, yeah. And it was in the car. So that was... So, I mean, the, the, I, I personally definitely believe there are people that see spirits. So. Yeah. But what, now, what did she say about the spirit? Uh, she basically described... And one of our great aunts, right? Yeah. I'm not sure which one, but like she There's described, so she described. Like it's been it's been like ten or fifteen years, so it's it's been a while. She described, so, and she had she had died maybe four or five years before that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was our other great grandmother. Oh, oh, okay. And she described her perfectly, and I was at a really low point in my life. And she basically was tell the psychic told me that the lady was telling me to get my shit in order. <laughs> like, those words exactly. Like, Ish, you need to get your shit in order and quit acting like an idiot. Because I had lost, I, I think I would like, quit my job and, like, done some really teenagery type things. Because I was a very young, uh, very young adult and just kind of did what I wanted. And it was kind of a wake-up call that, that I needed to get my shit back in order. Yeah. And I, I love, because I remember the psychic told you that um, maybe you want to record while you're sleeping to see if you can catch yeah, I've still her speaking to you. Yeah, you, because I, I remember you told me, and we immediately agreed, no, we're not fucking doing that. Like, that. Yeah, she, told me, she told me that she had a message for me more so than what she could convey and that I needed to sleep with a recorder on. So she could tell me because she'd be able to tell me in my dreams or tell me at night because it would be easier for her to speak to me. And it scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. And I did not do that. And if I'm being honest, at the time, because that was before we'd done any cleansing or sealing of the house. And there was still, and I I hate to say it like this because it sounds like I'm just being crazy, but there was still a, a very dark presence in the house at that time because we've we've had um very few experiences with the dark presence that we we believe was in the house but it i don't know it it, you could just feel it you know Mm. and um we have had some so i believe that's what uh you guys saw in the chair that one day i believe so too yeah but we we, that's another thing we'll go into we don't want to give up all of our ghost stories at once you know we want to spread them throughout the podcast um I have another one. So we'll, we'll get that one next time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, yeah. We're good. Good. Okay. We'll keep rolling them out. Definitely. And uh, Galena and, uh, and I, Galena, Galena and I have so very many. Um, and my husband even has a few. So we might even have a guest star at some point. Um, but I believe that's all for our podcast this evening, unless anybody has something to add. Not now. All right. And we definitely listed them earlier, but you can reach us uh, on our in, uh, instant medias, is what I almost said. Our social medias, including Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr, uh, all of which are at Witch Witch Podcast, except for Twitter, which is Witch Witch Pod. Um, we have become available on Stitcher since the last time you heard. Not Stitcher. Stitcher. Hell. Spotify. Spotify is the new one. We've become uh, available on Spotify since the last time you heard from us. Well, actually, no, because we were available when we recorded the Friday the 13th episode as well. We just didn't mention it then. Um, so, yeah, let's see. We have Stitcher, Spotify, 
um, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cat. There's a lot. Um, they're all listed on our Tumblr if you're interested in finding out what platforms we're available on. And uh, I think that's everything. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, stay spooky. Keep your tits up. <laughs>